Hey, here we are. Good morning. Good morning. There I am. <laughs> Cameras everywhere. Nowhere to know where to look. How are you? Good morning. Happy Sunday to you all. Thank you for joining us as always. It's just gone 10am in UK and it never ceases to blow us away how you guys managed to get up and join us. So have a fantastic weekend. And uh, I'll say that again at the end. Anyway, look at you. How are you, Dunk? I am awesome as always. I'm glad to be here. We'll talk some Stadia. It's been a reasonably good week for Stadia, yep. if you look at the grand scheme of things. So we've got, and we've got plenty to talk about, plus the rumour thing, which we're going to talk at the end, which I may be hinting at in the background here. Excellent. Excellent. The uh, week has been good for you? Yeah, it has been. It's been a pretty, pretty good week. Uh, I got something pre-ordered, which we're not talking about, and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's. I've been actually this week for the first time in ages. I've actually sat down and actually played a lot of games this week, which has been really, really, really good. Awesome. So, yeah, so it's it's been a, it's been a good week. What about, what about you, Young Rock? Yeah, I've had a I've had an interesting week. Wow, look at that for an incredibly long comment from Stadia Mania. I have no idea why that's taken up the entire screen. You don't care in the podcast. I've had a, I've had an interesting week, let's put it that way. Uh, I'm very glad to see the back of it, my friend. Uh, but it is a beautiful, beautiful sunny morning, as it tends to be. I don't know if you've noticed that when we do these shows. We tend to have really gloriously sunny mornings, or at least I do. I don't know about your good self, because there tends to be a little bit overcast in, uh, in the, in the uh, northern of Ireland. The northern of Ireland, yes, it's it's actually not bad today, so it's it's looking good. So I'm actually going to be going out for a run shortly into this lovely weather, so I'm going to be sweating like a f an idiot here. Sweating like uh, a man running, I would yes, always say. Yes, basically, yes. yes. <laughs> Do you miss, because people may not know this about you, but you're actually quite a prolific marathon runner. You must be missing, missing all of that stuff. Yeah, uh, I am. Uh, for people who don't know yet, I've ran a couple of marathons. I was actually meant to be running London in a couple of weeks, mm. and uh, that has been uh, cancelled. And I've actually put that back a couple of years. So it's, it's going to be good fun. I'm, I'm now getting myself properly trained up for it. Uh, following my someone, someone that killed themselves uh, running uh, London Marathon, and uh, was told they may never be able to run again. So, oh really? Uh, yeah. Was, th was this uh, before or after you you dressed up as Spock in a marathon? The, 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 <laughs> this was this was after, but uh, and it sort of went again. So I'm having to take things nice and easy. So I have to slow things away way down now. That's good. That's good. But nonetheless, can't be bad for the old. Uh, for the old physique, can it? The old uh, marathon running. I I got as far as five k once, and then I got a foot issue, which I've had ever since. So it's it's kind of eluded me, unfortunately. But I intend to get back on it. I've got to, in fact, for medical reasons. So it's the, it's the way it goes. Anyway, shall we move across to have a look at what's been going on in the wonderful wide world of Stadia? Yes, of course we will. The latest news from Stadia. Duncan can't actually see the, uh, the, the the VT as we call it in the trade. It's the reason. So the first thing to look at is that uh, Ubisoft's Uno is on Stadia. Of course, it's not Ubisoft's Uno. It's a it's a classic card game. It goes back for I don't know how many uh, decades, nay centuries. But it's uh, it is a great game, and it's certainly a big old pile of favourite. And I know that my Famille enjoy enjoy playing it, but I've heard very good things about this game as a, a digital representation. 
Yeah, yeah, I think it's everybody seems to be enjoying it. It's at a good sort of price point. It's not too too far out from people's uh, wallets, are So it's uh, what's it uh, eight pounds and uh, twelve pounds. So that's about fifteen dollars and ten dollars yeah. for the the different editions of it. And everybody seems to be enjoying it. We've seen some of the videos doing the rounds on Twitter about people getting up so that they screwed in the game and multiple things going. <laughs> When you say absolutely screwed, uh, as in you know toolbox screwed, what? How do you get screwed playing this? Uh, multiple pickups. I think we've seen one with about twenty-five card pickup during it. Oh right, okay. So yeah. you you can literally lose your shirt playing this then. Yep, you can. It's people that have gone, <laughs> yeah. gone round and round and round, and then they get millions of cards they have to pick up. So yeah, it's it's actually been fun watching people get uh, destroyed in the game. Oh, so yeah. Wow. I, I did play a little, a tiny, tiny, tiny amount of it. I think I've played it in the past anyway. I think it may have arrived, appeared on a rival uh, console platform in the past. Um, but I did play a little bit of it last night. It is, it is great fun. And, and the thing I love about how Ubisoft, when they take any of these classic games, whether it's Monopoly, I think they do a... Um, what else do they do? A ton of these, don't they? These kind of traditional parlor games, as I like to call them, board games. Um, they just they try and bring something special to them, don't they? It's never just the you know the card game. There's always a heck of a load of stuff going on in there. Yeah, exactly. So it's uh, they add wee twists. They add some of the Ubisoft things to it, like some of their characters. So just add bits to it. So yeah, usually these are pretty pretty fun, pretty. It's a perfect game for the your studio library, so you can yeah. just sit and play it. Great stuff. Now, we've also, um, another game that's come this week is um, WWE. What does WWE stand for? 2K Battlegrounds. World Wrestling Entertainment. And remember, it used to be WWF until yes. the Wildlife the Fund. Pandas came. ruined it. The Pandas <laughs> ruined it, yes. But this... Uh, I, as you know, I try and be down the line. It is getting a bit of a mixed review. I think either some people are absolutely loving it. I know Ray in the chat's absolutely loving it, but other people are saying they've had some issues with it. So it's just maybe one to maybe keep an eye on to see if these issues get ironed out in the fullness of time. But for me, I am going to be picking this up at some stage uh, during uh, the next couple of months because it's got all the old school characters and things like that. And I really like the look of it. So if they iron out some of the slight performance issues, which seems to be hampering at the moment, I I think it's going to be a real, real good pickup. Am I right in saying you can overlay your face over your character? I'm not sure. I haven't really got into that. But I've just seen a load of the all the characters you can pick up, or we're calling them characters, so all of mm. the wrestlers you the can pick up. Yeah, the real, yeah. real world yeah. stars of wrestling. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, so I, I am looking forward to picking this up in the mm. next couple of months mm -hmm. i think it's going to go down in price and that's when i'm going to pick it up when it goes into the sale the only reason i asked was that i watched a trailer it was quite funny a couple of girls having a lunch break together and one of them is constantly taking selfies deservedly so she's a very attractive young lady and a friend takes her face and, and places it within the game and has her face on her character and they kind of have a match bashing the heck, heck out of each other. So I just wondered whether that was a feature. And if it was, I thought, what an amazing feature. Um, but maybe that was just a bit of advertising license. Yeah, it might be. So 
Uh, I know Ray's been playing this a lot, so, so I'm assuming you probably can, because I think he's actually put a picture up. Has he? Uh, of himself? Of himself in the game, but I might, I might be wrong in that. I, I've been sort of trying to take a social media break over the over the last couple of days, just to, to take no a... idea why. No idea why at all. <laughs> Yeah, I, d I don't know. I would love to think you could. I mean, it does look fun. I, I, you know, look, I'm not, I, I've never been into the, the wrestling, the sport of wrestling, the honourable sport of wrestling, uh, but I know it's huge, and particularly in the States. Um, so, yeah, I, and I love the fact that, that there actually, there's a little bit of kind of inbuilt self-humour in, in this kind of uh, cartoon take on the characters, so they're physically in odd shapes and stuff, and I think that's cool. Um, this the old alligator there eating eating a dude that's been thrown off, thrown out of the ring. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I'd like to. I'm going to watch some of um, the best. You know, the best way to find out. We need to watch Ray's stream, don't we? Ray does a cracking stream, and uh, I know he's been streaming this. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make sure that I watch some of the gaming cyborg. It's Ray three four seven three, ladies and gentlemen. You can check him out on youtube uh, i would highly recommend watching ray's streams anyway because he's a lovely guy and got a great sense of humor so we'll be doing that later duncan you and i mm. yes oh, we will we'll be doing that after we've actually been on the gamer man show with ray this afternoon which you can yep. also watch uh, if you're not on the podcast <laughs> right next up on the old news let's have a look um there avengers. was a big old avengers patch in fact there was a thousand. Oh, we don't want to get ready to rumble any more than we already have done. Let's get rid of that one. Uh, let's get rid of that. what's going on here. It's all going. There we go. A thousand. A thousand fixes. Wow. What the heck did they release? <laughs> this is for Marvel Avengers, by the way, if you're listening on podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... To me, this isn't actually shocking sort of news. Uh, what happens in game development is uh, you only have a certain number of testers and they go and play the games and they only go into certain spots. When actual more people go out and the game's actually released, you've got them, how many people bought the game and they're going to find a, <laughs> find a load of different issues. So just because of the sample size is so much bigger and people are just out there doing things with the designers would not have actually thought of making exploits and doing this so this a thousand uh, uh updates or a thousand bug fixes is mm -hmm. not actually that surprising to me because this is a massive game uh a lot of people have been saying oh why did they release such a broken game you can go back most mm -hmm. games have so many fixes when after the first release mm -hmm. so i wouldn't be moving too much into this but it is actually good that it's actually been out now and it's actually on stadia now and stadia is getting its own bug, uh, bug fixes as well uh what have we got for the stadia own ones we've got a couple as well uh if uh you can now delete your save files so if someone else is playing your game you can go in and delete theirs and you can start again if you've got a family because there's no family share on stadia ah, yet right. Yet. So <laughs> yet. Uh, so you've got that. Uh, you can also add a backup save. And they've also fixed the high re resolution display mode, so maybe uh, it's playing a wee bit better. Okay. And uh, so that's basically if you're <clears throat> if you play on high res, because you were having load of issues with this, weren't you? Initially, you, when you were trying to play it on high res, this to me looks like they've identified the issue, Duncan, that you were having when you first started to play the game. 
Yeah, there. I think I think we've discussed this before. It looks like there was maybe an issue with the actual uh, deluxe edition of the game, where it was maybe out in step or something. Because there was, uh, I actually had to stop playing Avengers for a bit on Stadia because it was just so. There was just so many issues with it. It was just bouncing all over well, the show. There was a thousand, so, apparently. A thousand. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, this is good that they've actually identified it and that it's now fixed. I did actually have a quick go on it yesterday yeah. and it was playing a lot better than it was before. And uh, <coughs> again, there's a Stadia only one here, which I think a lot of people actually forget about when they're actually thinking about Stadia. Stadia mm. is actually on multiple devices, so they have to take that into account. And for... Uh, for this uh, update and the bug fixes on Stadia here, they've actually improved the uh, mouse and keyboard support. And I think a lot of people forget about there's mouse and keyboard in this because a lot of people are just playing up to the Chromecast Ultra. And they forget that they have every single game on a Stadia needs uh, mouse and keyboard support and it needs controller support. So there's been some improvements there as well. Yeah, you're absolutely right. People do forget that, that it has, um, they've got, a whole bunch of additional issues they've got to think about when they roll out these games to Stadia. Not least, not least of which is the fact that, of course, it's a port in the first place. Um, so you know, it wasn't necessarily originally developed for Stadia. So there's a there's a bunch of little additional headaches in there. Just uh, one question: Are you still playing it as much as you were when you were playing the campaign? I have not as yet. I'm still playing it a bit. I know you. I know you've you're having some issues we will say or not issues is maybe the wrong reg concerns about the post game yeah. content um, yeah definitely not issues i think it's an amazing game i think um technically and aesthetically it's absolutely stunning uh, and i'm really looking forward to seeing what additional um features should i say that they bring for the next gen round no no for me it's more about my personal taste in games um and and that's not necessarily a bearing on this particular title i just like a game um, for example i'm playing a game at the moment uh, on ps now funnily enough called uh, observation which i did start to play a little while ago and i um didn't get very far into it but i persevered and i'm loving it and the whole game is a story it's an exploration you have to figure stuff out to progress that's just personally the kind of game i love whereas with marvel avengers once for me once i got beyond the campaign which was very good it was very interesting and you know some say again if you're into the marvel universe it was ticked all your boxes once i got beyond that though i just found it to be pretty much here's a mission go in do the same stuff that you've pretty much done in the 10 other versions of this mission get something at the end of it which you know may or may not have an impact on the future game that you want to play so it just that doesn't tick my boxes that's all it's not, nothing wrong with the game and i certainly wouldn't want to put anybody off buying this game if if that's the kind of game that you like yeah i i, I have enjoyed the game and we've actually done a rock review on it a couple of weeks ago uh so it is a good game and it is going to be constantly updated we're going to be coming up to the first big update to it where we're going to get a couple of new characters and a new storyline so that's when people might actually go back into it again mm -hmm. so uh, it's definitely worth keeping an eye on going forward because this game is just going to grow and grow and grow yeah now in terms of growing and growing and growing um this is a, a little bit of an unscheduled piece of news um 
breaking over the weekend, I'd like to say, but you've popped an article up on Cloudy this morning, um, which is quite exciting. Rogue Company, which is which is getting a lot of very good press, is possibly coming to Stadia. Expand upon this, young Duncan. Young Duncans, indeed. Uh, we are... Uh... Rogue Company, uh, one of the vice presidents of uh, high-res games who actually uh, make uh, Rogue Company has came out and said, basically, I'm just getting the name up here, uh, Trevor Williams went on to a show with, I think we have to give the interviewer the, the full props here, Octane Pro TV, mm-hmm. uh, about Rogue Company coming to next generation consoles. Okay, I'm going to preface this to say uh, this is not meaning uh, Stadia is a next generation console because if we actually expand on the full interview, he also brings in Switch into this as well. Okay. Um, would you count Switch as a next generation console? I wouldn't. So I'm just going to talk about the rogue company coming to Stadia. Uh, basically, it's uh, he said it doesn't matter what hardware on where you're on a Chromebook thing through Stadia or through the Nvidia GPU in the cloud. They are just saying they want uh, rogue company to be everywhere, and you can play everywhere with cross-platform and cross-progression and everything. All the crosswords, which is really really good for Stadia. Yeah. So. A name drop Stadia and name drop playing for your Chromebook. So it, it it is looking very likely that it is going to be coming to Stadia because he, Stadia was the first uh, place he mentioned. So mm-hmm. he, you wouldn't randomly just drop Stadia into this sort of conversation if, if it wasn't uh, coming to Stadia, in my opinion. Also, on top of this, I think it's going to be a free-to-play game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason, or sorry, rephrase that I'm ahead of myself there I think this is going to be a pro game Mm -hmm. because it is going to be a free to play game right okay Uh, and as we know with some of the free to play games because technically uh, Bomberman's a free to play game and also uh, Destiny 2 you actually have to have a membership to get access to that a pro membership and you also uh, (laughs) they seem to be locking away the pro games are rocking uh free to play games behind pro on top of this as well if you want to access real company today you can mm. if you just go to the website and uh, you can actually get a beta key even though you have to pay for it on the different stores you can actually get the beta key free on your website so you could play a uh, real company today okay. on all the platforms and it is on geforce now so if you want to play it on a cloud platform you can get the key for the epic store and you can actually play it on geforce now today as well for free wow Wow. Well, it would be a massive uh, coup. Well, not a coup, because it's, again, it would probably be coming to us as one of the last platforms, but it would certainly be a massive fillet for us to get it on our on our uh, platform. And I know, for example, Chase um, absolutely adores this game and, and has streamed it several times. And he <clears throat> he also mentioned on his show yesterday morning that this is possibly, with a big P, coming to stadia but i think the the caveat is you're you've actually you're more than more than optimistic on this aren't you yeah uh, it's just the way that the way they're talking there so 
uh, yeah, it's we could go on to a big rant here. Uh, as Andrew says in the chat here, you can pick up uh, the Founders Pack for $25 or £25, even though the game will be free to play. Mm-hmm. You actually can go to the, the high res. Uh, if you go to roguecompany.com, it says click here to get the beta key, and you actually get the full copy of uh, Rogue Company, and you don't have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. And you can link it to every single account, and you can get keys for every single uh, account going, including uh, Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, and Epic. And if you get the Epic one, you can play it on GeForce now. Fantastic. And while we're in speculation or down speculation alley, uh, as Clive would probably put it, do you want to, uh, we are now, what, 10 days away from the end of the month, which is still a few few days, but... um, we're probably not going to have much opportunity between now and then to do any pro game speculation, Duncan. Have you given any thoughts to what you feel might be the October pro games? Uh, I'm going to put my neck on the line here and I'm going to say we're going to get Rogue Company right. as, uh, as a pro game. I think we're going to get the announcement probably on Thursday. And I think we're also going to get Death by Chocolate confirmed as a pro game. Wow. Now, now we come into the more difficult sort of uh, questions and what other games uh, could be coming as a pro game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say, hmm, I'm going to go for Lara Croft and the Temple of Osiris. No, oh, good one. Good one. I'm, I'm just going down the list here uh, just to see uh, what else I think it could be. Uh, I don't think it's going to be Republic, which also came out this week, uh, because I think that would be too uh, early for that. Ooh, yes, and I will go for Sundered as well. Okay, right. <clears throat> that's a that's a cracking indie, so it's a, it's a good choice, that's for sure. Yeah. So let's uh, have a, so the recap on this is we've got uh, Road Company, which I think would be amazing. Lara Croft, the um, isometric version, not the 3D stuff, because we've already had all of that. And uh, Death by Chocolate, otherwise known as... Death by Daylight. (laughs) Indeed. But I do Uh, think they should rename it, though. Yep. I think we're going to get it as a stealth drop, or... uh, as in, we'll get the announcement on like Thursday that it's uh, now available now, and it's now available as a pro game. They're going to just do it as a double whammy, yeah. and here's the rest of the pro games because it was due to come out. Um, hopefully, we will find out uh, about the uh, infamous terms crowd play and crowd choice uh, that week as well, because it's. Uh, Death by Chocolate is meant to be uh, putting uh, implementing them both into the game, so hopefully that is going to be announced or we'll get some more news about that. Amazing stuff. Wow. <clears throat> Dazzadini very pessimistically says there's a, a lineup of games ready-made for uh, what I've been euphemistically calling Locktober, <laughs> which uh, I think is pretty much unavoidable globally. Uh, as we look at the world today. But let's not stroll down Pessimism Avenue. <laughs> Instead, Duncan, thank you very much. They they were actually, I think, very plausible choices, uh, particularly if Rogue Company is that close. I mean, by definition, you're suggesting that it's been in the can for a while and they've managed to keep a lid on it, which I think is, is amazing, really. 
Yeah, I, the, the reason why I think it's actually close is because of that interview. Uh, I think we should maybe drop that interview into the chat there, if I can find it here. Uh, I will do it now. Uh, it's just the first name I from the, uh, he came off with was Stadia. So okay. I think it, I, I'm just thinking that it, it must be close if he's mentioning that first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's in the back of his uh, mind that it's uh, it's really really close, and we need to start promoting this here, That's even amazing. though he's not even though he's not meant to really be promoting it because of the cat isn't out from the bag yet. So um, I'm presuming that they can get to that link on cloudywithachanceofgames.com as well. Uh, yes, they can. Yeah, because obviously for our podcast listeners, they won't have the benefit of chat. So if you pop along to Duncan's news. Uh, cloud gaming news website you should find that article with the link in there um so i think yeah it's a it's a fairly strong oh actually can i just put one out here mm. uh, because it has just been listed on esrb sniper elite 4 Ooh. has just been listed so that might be a shake ah. for a pro game so my choice would be probably sniper elite 4 <laughs> I wonder why you're saying that. I just wanted to, I wanted to just to take a little bit of a back seat there, Duncan, while I let you put yourself out in front of the arrows. <laughs> I I genuinely haven't given it a lot of thought to be honest. It's funny because Duncan said before the show, should we have a stab at the pro games? And I'm like, well, it's ten days away. Yeah, but if you look at the calendar, we're not going to get another opportunity. Oh, it's truth, he's pretty right as well. Because um, they're almost certainly going to get announced later this week, or at least one or two of them. Um, but yeah, Sniper Elite 4 was raised as a potential. Uh, and I do think it was flagged as an October game back at one of the connects, but I may be wrong. So I think that's a really good shout. I, I think you could probably replace Sundered with Sniper Elite 4, and you wouldn't be far off there. Um, remind me again of the... the the stable, the the studio that does the Sniper Elite series, Rebellion. Rebellion, thank you. Um, so we've had we've had um, Zombie Army, we've had um, Strange Brigade, Sniper Elites, the other one of the kind of trilogy of their major IPs. So it makes a heap of sense uh, on historical evidence alone that that's a likely forthcoming pro game. Oh wow, I'm really excited for October now, Dunk. Who cares if we're locked away for a week or month? Yep. And <laughs> um, um, we've got all the, the big games are starting to come then. We've got, uh, what's it called? Watch Dogs Legion. Oh, don't do it to me. Don't do it. That's the one game I've been looking forward to all year. Yeah, go Brexit. Go Brexit. <laughs> Duncan might say that. I couldn't possibly comment. Right, listen, we've had a cracking news section there. Out of what was pretty mediocre, it's turned out to be rather exciting. I think we ought to calm down, take a deep breath, and uh, move on to our next item. What say you, my friend? Yep, absolutely. Let's do it. What's that, Rock? Well, Duncan, my good what, friend. What, what is up, Rock? I do this every week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so eager to tell you what's up. Um, Rouge Company, as Dazzadini calls it, just made me chuckle. Um, I would tell you what's up. If I was to go on holiday to Australia, a very carefully chosen uh, land mass, I believe is the technical term for Australia, not an island, uh, could I still play Stadia? 
But how if we're if we're going on lockdown again, how can you go to Australia? Yeah, I know. I'm planning I'm planning into the future. Do you know I actually <laughs> I actually spent many years there as a child. Did I ever tell you this? We emigrated when I was a wee bitten. Uh, so Australia is actually like a second home to me, and I would love, I dearly love to go back. So yeah, that's a definite. It's definitely on the list, mate. It's on the old bucket list to go back. So let's assume this is post COVID. You know, it's off into the future, twenty thirty seven, and uh, I've I've managed to to amass some shekels and some sun cream, and I've got some decent glary shorts, and I'm off. So. At that point in the very distant future, will I be able to play? No, listen, we've got to bring it back. We can't technically say in the future, because in the future we'll be able to play anywhere. All right? Yeah. If if COVID didn't exist, so I was going on holiday to Australia next week, mate, can I play Stadia? No. Right. Let's get there. Let's do this. <laughs> no, no, not at this moment in time. You cannot play it in Australia because Australia is not a supported country. Please be right. Yes. Uh, however, it's really, really complicated, all this sort of stuff, because it's when you actually get down to the nitty gritty, some countries you can, even though they're not supported, but Australia, you can rule out straight away. That's not. I just surprised you with that, didn't I? You did. I had a little face there. Did you see my little puppy face? Yes. Uh, because of the EU, they were going political again here, aren't we? <laughs> uh, because of the EU, if you uh, buy a game in the EU, you can actually play it in any country which is part of the EU, even though they're not uh, part of Stadia. So if you right. buy... I, you're going to have to help me here because my head is like a sieve. So the 14 uh, territories, is this what yep. you're thinking? The 14 territories, but what, what we need an EU country October, which is... no wonder, the, the chocolate, I don't know them all, mate. <laughs> if you if you're in the EU and you're not part of one of the supported countries, uh, if you go on holiday to one of them places, yes, you will be able to play your stadium games there because of the EU agreements. But if you live in one of them countries, no, you cannot pay, buy stadia there. But for Australia, that's an easy one. No, you won't be able to. No. But if you go holiday in around Europe, you will be because of the technicalities there, yeah. which is... That's which kind of is, a geopolitical thing, but you're right, though. Yeah. I mean, technically, I'm right in saying that there are currently 14 designated territories where Stadia is available. We don't really know why or what the choice was, but we know that that is the case. Australia is not one of them. But, Kale surprise, not that far down the road from today, we believe they're going to be expanded. Do we know if Australia is going to be one of those territories? Not at the moment. Uh, I don't believe. I'm going, I'm, here we go. You know, it's 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 a. It's, I didn't mean to pick know. on Australia, by the way. I just, you know, it was a nice word. Yes. <laughs> if I'm a betting man, I don't think Australia is going to be in the next batch. I think the next batch is going to be a lot of the emerging markets, like in the uh, uh, Brazil. Uh, I think there's a lot of issues in Australia because of the size of the country and the amount of data centers they would have to get. It's more geographic rather than... Uh, um, money and the amount of players there. It's just the UK is a perfect place for Stadia to launch because there's a lot of people in a small sort of spot and that's why I think a lot of these countries were chosen uh, bar the US which I think you can understand why the US is, was chosen. Yes. Uh, 
but uh, I think it's going to be more condensed sort of countries where they can get a lot more people for more bang for their buck sort of thing. Yeah, I don't suppose it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I was looking at the, uh, as a lot of us were in the week, looking at the pre-order status for, for the Sony PlayStation 5. And I was quite surprised to see, because they're doing a kind of two-tier rollout, aren't they? They're doing the 12th, the glorious 12th, as it's known, if you're into grouse hunting for some bizarre reason, uh, whereby <clears throat> you can pick it up in places like America, for obvious reasons, uh, I think Japan, but Australia was in the shortlist for the 12th, and Britain wasn't. What's going on? We've just I... left the EU. <laughs> I, uh, I think we're part of the European uh, state, and I think we, for global purposes, we will always be counted as part of Europe going forward. So, uh, for yeah, all these sort of product parts, we can't escape yeah. it, mate. Can we? Yeah. Uh, as much as right? as much as my you know my my fellow citizens de deemed it a a daft position. Uh, yeah. So Anders says, you know, look, it's due to logistics. I think you're right, Anders. To be honest with you, I think. Um, they clearly had it clearly made sense to roll Stadia out to where they had their their biggest and strongest data center bases um, and Europe clearly particularly particularly um, Western Europe uh, has a preponderance of those and it's easier as well I mean yeah we're right across the Atlantic aren't we in the UK so it makes a heap of sense um, whereas Australia as you rightly said Duncan it is uh, interestingly enough, as a country, it is one of the four. It is at the forefront of a lot of software development and a lot of technologies. And some of the bigger companies that we know in the software and uh, IT world actually are based or emanate from Australia. Um, yet its infrastructure is not great. I think ninety percent of people live about two miles from the coast or something. It's um, and of course they have a um a, a connection a lot a very strong connection with china these days as well lots of chinese investment for obvious reasons it's a heck of a lot closer to china than it is london uh, even though london's not a country in case you didn't know um so you can you can see there's this this kind of map and the reasoning behind it but uh, i think also you need to look at the coming territories and, and remind us duncan why or because we've had no hints from stadia other than at some point in the future there'll be additional territories but we've had no hints from them as to which territories they're likely to be but you from a process of sherlock holmesian deduction have worked out what they may be am i right yeah uh, india is going to be number one and that's uh, very clear uh, and that's not just uh, stadia that's also x cloud i'm still going to call it x cloud because it's easier than saying yeah. microsoft game pass yeah, for android or whatever the full the, the uh india is the key battleground um, i think we've talked about this numerous times it's a uh, it's the perfect sir it's got the technology everybody's on mobile phones it, there's so many people it's and they haven't really gone into the console sort of war so it's 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 like the perfect place for everybody to try and target and google have been expanding their data centers out there uh which has been in the news X xbox are going and they're talking uh they've teamed up with a, a number of uh, mobile phone 
people to get xCloud onto there. So uh, India is number one. It's, it's similar to Brazil as well, because I think they are the two big countries where things are going to kick off uh, in regards to cloud gaming. So they're going to be the, the, the two territories. Uh, just uh, this sort of relates to uh, Maker of Chaos's pointer, which I've just lost mm. there. Yeah, uh, is it the one that said I have a feeling it will take a while before India is available? I'd say it'll be at least next year for it to release there. Well, we're only a couple uh, of few few weeks away from there anyway, aren't we? But I know the point yeah. he's making. Yeah, it's actually there's two points there. And do you think PUBG will be available for India, especially after they ban PUBG Mobile? This is why I believe both Xbox and uh, Google. Uh, Stroke Stadia are going to be maybe pushing up their launches because of the political situation mm -hmm. over there. The reason why PUBG is banned in India, it isn't because it's uh, PUBG, it's because Tencent own it. And as we know, we can see the news going on in America at the moment uh, with TikTok and things like that. There is just a, a big mistrust of Chinese companies. Uh, PUBG Mobile was actually licensed to Tencent uh, mm -hmm. And that is why it's banned, not because it's PUBG. So if Stadia launches in India, they will be able to play uh, PUBG on the surface because it's actually not owned by Tencent or license. So this is why we might see them actually pushing on and taking advantage of the, the current situation like that. Yeah, it's a big advantage, isn't it? The fact that, that it exists in its non-Tencent form on Stadia uh, and therefore could be played on a mobile device if if only stadia were available in your territory exactly so that's why i think we're i've i've got the feeling that we're going to see one of them if not both make a big play for india before the end of the year yep. uh, just to get this out and take advantage of uh, the current uh, political climate well we don't we don't we know that that is definitely the case with microsoft because they've already pre-announced the next raft of territories which i think includes australia by the way i have it in the back of my head um so you know they're kind of already making land grabs in that respect i can see you researching this as we speak and you're a good lad for doing it this is why we have you on the show my friend <laughs> chat once again thank you very much for joining us um I, I just so that you know i don't tend to call out people particularly in chat on this show because um, predominantly it is a podcast which means that a lot of people that are listening don't particularly care but it is lovely to see you and I do like to bring up your comments so thank you very much. I actually can't see the, the new territories but I think we uh, will be getting more. Uh, do, do, I'm just trying to read this here. <laughs> no I can't. Yeah but I mean I'm, like make a chaos. I know yeah definitely definitely India um almost certainly well south korea already is there uh, i'm fairly certain it's in japan already i think that was a that was one of the early rollouts i've just got a feeling that it's coming to australia there's apparently 10 very big data centers in australia but they're all congregating roughly around the same area um so you know it is feasible and of course they do have internet uh, and i and i i do i'd kind of pull back a little bit from from going into lots of detail because I'm not I'm not a knowledge on the infrastructure in Australia but I do know from watching certain Australian uh, YouTube streamers that uh, it's not the greatest internet that you can possibly buy 
I thought you were going to say your Australian soap, so you're humming away on neighbours. <laughs> Mate, I was there at the outset. I remember them well. <laughs> That's all about... Yeah, it's... Again, we all think that this is all going to be kicking off, and, and we're already seeing all the all the movements for cloud gaming going forward. And we, we did say September was just going to start all this. Yes. Uh, all this is the big push towards it, and I think it's going to every month. It's going to get mm. hotter and hotter and hotter. So it is definitely really worth uh, watching going forward. Yeah, it's great. It's so exciting, isn't it? Do you know, in a way. Just to, to bring the old What's Up Rock to a to a gentle conclusion. In a way, it does kind of feel like we're right at the outset of something big. And, you know, I mean, not to blow my own flute, but uh, I was there at the outset of the internet, as you know, one of the first web design agencies in the UK back in the uh, mid-90s. Um, so I kind of know what it feels like to be right there at the beginning of something. And it is exciting. And I, I feel the same way with, with cloud gaming. It feels like... You know, everyone that's watching today, um, we were all pretty much at the beginning of something big. And we will in five years. We won't be having the, I wonder if it's going to, questions, because it will just be everywhere. Uh, I'm absolutely convinced of that. I think there's no way back now, whether you like it or don't like it. And some are trying to be King Canute and keep the old waves from hitting the shore. Go, Doug. Yep. I'm just going to add into this. And I think... Uh... I've got carried away with the PlayStation hype. I'm still getting my PlayStation. I'm definitely getting that. And um, I'm not going to say if you got a PlayStation or not uh, ordered. Uh, I'll, I'll leave that discussion for your for yourself. Uh, I think we've already seen the positives of Stadia with the PlayStation. Uh, not, not the launch um, or the pre-order situation. It's about the game sizes. The game sizes have just launched or just been revealed, and Spider-Man and uh, uh, Demon, I think it was Demon Souls as well. Mm -hmm. uh, or there's a couple of the games are over 100 gigabyte. Ooh. Yeah, that's, uh, ten, that's ten. Let's get this. So that's five uh, on a Series S. It's not nope. even that because you need space for the OS and everything else. So it's going to be three or four if you're lucky. I remember that the, the PlayStation 5 is still not uh, a full terabyte either. No. So you're gonna, best you're going to get eight full, of those full games. Eight, I, if you're lucky. But, uh, as you know, I try and be balanced. Mm. PlayStation have the games. Stadia. <clears throat> yes. To sell the system. Yes, Stadia is still trying to get the games onto the system. Uh, I, I like I said, I'm trying to be balanced here when I when I talk about things. But the, this is the this is the chicken and the egg sort of thing. But Stadia is a has a, a opportunity. We will say that there's no uh, hard disk space to worry about. But they still need to try and get the, more of these games onto the platform. So uh, they're in a interesting spot at this moment in time yeah and you know and i had this i had um, a little exchange um earlier today uh, on a comment on one of my youtube videos and someone said pretty much that and i said yeah but you know it's less than a year come on uh, I mean, if you look if you sit back and with with kind of neutral eyes and look at what stadia's achieved in 12 months which I know you feel the same way about. It's absolutely stunning, really. Uh, and we do have exclusives on the platform, and we are slated to receive um, the big AAAs as well that are all coming out over the next couple of months. So <clears throat> it's not 
that it isn't having those games. It's just that it's early days and they've got a natural development cycle that has to be gone through and we will get them. So I do, I agree with you. But the point you're making, which is still a valid one, is that we don't have to worry about how big a game is. We don't have to worry about how big a patch is. We don't have to worry about date, you know, how long it's going to take to download a, uh, um, an update. So, you know, those are, there are key benefits to cloud gaming full stop um and and you know just just to go back on a point you made earlier about the playstation 5 you know i have as you know stadia is by far my favorite of the cloud gaming platforms for various reasons and you know all of those reasons are out there you can watch it on any any of my previous videos to see what i think um, but equally i'm invested in cloud gaming as a platform and i've invested in all of them i have them all i still come back to stadia more than most uh, and my most recent acquisition was PlayStation Now, which I think is really good value. You're dipping into the benefit of their decades of building games uh, and a half-decent library. And it works, and it works a lot better than it did a year ago. And the point being that in a year's time, as you know, or maybe two, but as, as many of us have predicted, we will all be playing cloud based games it's just the way the market's going so you can't sit there like king canute and uh you know shout at the tide and hope that it's going to go back it's already started it's already here we're at the forefront of something amazing um and the benefit of having competitors is that everybody benefits as a consumer we all benefit we'll all have the best prices the best quality games the best quality downloads the technology will be you know shared and expanded upon so uh, absolutely uh, as far as i'm concerned stadia right now is the best there is technologically it's out there by a million miles um, and they're building <clears throat> some amazing games into a into their ongoing library um, and even the crowd behind me are agreeing as you can no doubt hear so <laughs> there we go anyway look you know what that's another what's up rock there's two what's up rocks for one there folks i mean you should feel so lucky let's crack on to our next exciting uh bit <laughs> And it's the Rock Review! Dun, 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 dun. So, this week we are reviewing Orcs Must Die 3, one of your favourite games on Stadia. Am I not right, Duncan? Yes, uh, I have really enjoyed uh, playing uh, Orcs Must Die. Uh, me and Kelly completed it in co-op mode. Really, really good fun. It's, uh, it's probably the the best Stadia exclusive at this moment in time, or semi-exclusive. Mm -hmm. uh, like, should maybe mention this in the news. Uh, we've got uh, a Stadia, a semi-Stadia exclusive coming out next week in Series Sam 4. Mm -hmm. But at this moment in time, uh, this is the best Stadia exclusive when we're when we're actually recording this. In my uh, in my view, uh, I agree, and I love the fact that when you fire the game up for a for a second or maybe two it says stadia games and entertainment and i think that's probably the only game on the platform that currently has that little uh, that little slide at the outset isn't it yeah and i think it's going to be the only one for the time being maybe <laughs> until outcasters uh, comes ah, out 
yes, Outcasters. Well, that's for a future rock review. I think we're all really excited about that one. So let's just quickly remind folks what the old rock reviews are all about. So basically, this is a review of a game in a way that nobody else reviews a game. And that is taken from the perspective of casual gamers, busy people, and those that may be new to Stadia. Now, I take the review uh, avatar of a pro subscriber, somebody that's paid their $10 a month or uh, $8.99 UK, and I'm assuming it's about similar 10 euros, is it? I don't know, I must look into that. And Duncan takes the role of the free subscriber, um, which is this week, Duncan, I think it's this week, or maybe it was a week before, become a heck of a lot easier, hasn't it? Because you no longer have to whack your card down in order to uh, sample the wares. Yep, exactly. You no longer have to do that. You can just jump straight in and play it so you can. So that is really, really good. Uh, you'll have to sign up for your pro membership. So you can actually uh, delay it until there's uh, games on the, the service you want to actually uh, download and play. So that is, that is something to keep an eye on. That's a big old step in the right direction. I was really excited to see that that's the case. Um, so any road up. Our review title for this week is, as we've already said, Orcs Must Die 3. Now, you've played a heck of a lot of this, and I know you love it. You've just said that. I have got to be honest. I've only played pretty much about as far as we're seeing in the video here, which wasn't very far into the game. Uh, no reason. I thought what I played was excellent. I just, uh, you know what? Uh, uh, an embarrassment of riches so much to play on this platform it, it's uh it's just kind of taken a bit of a back seat but let's let's run through so we do five we cover five uh aspects for each game as part of this uh, casual gamers review the first is how quickly can we get into the game i.e is it a fast loader Second is, can we pick up from where we left off? Because that's really important. You know, you, you just, you, you're living an incredibly busy life. You've got that half an hour time slot with the kids that, the, you know, the, the kids have just gone to bed. Um, your partner's going to be coming down any second and you're going to, you know, we're going to want to catch up on the day's events. You've got 30 minutes. How quick can I get back to where I was before and, and move on? How easy is it to play? Do I have to spend a massive amount of time trying to understand the game? Uh, is it rewarding? You know, I get a sense of reward from playing this. Is it value for money? Uh, and then, of course, the final thing, which is what you and I think in terms of our scores. So let's start with how quickly does it load? How quickly can we get into this game, Dunk? It's it's pretty quick. It's what I would just call the standard sort of uh, a time getting into the game. You, it's not particularly fast. It's not slow. You've got your SSDs. You jump straight in. There's a couple of different menus you have to go into to uh, actually choose what level you want to do or what do you want, uh, what section do you want to do? Do you want to do co-op and things like that? So for me, it's the bog standard for the iPhone uh, 5 for that. There's a bit of uh, horse and about you have to do to get into where you want to actually play but it's it's pretty quick uh, getting into the game yeah so you gave it three i gave it three as well i had the same thing it was interesting because put playing it again last night i'd forgotten there's a there's a, almost an there's a there's a kind of delay loading the game up and you don't really understand why it's just lot, lots of waiting with nothing going on on the screen uh, once you get to the game you're in pretty quick but it's the the bit between firing it up and getting to it that just could be a little bit faster so i think we've both both given that one a three uh can we pick up from where we left off 
sort of. It's one of these games where uh, you, it saves what level you're on, but it doesn't actually save part of your level, if that makes sense. Yeah. The, each level takes about 10, 15 minutes. Sometimes it's quicker, sometimes it's slower. And uh, you can't just uh, sit and, uh, or sorry, when you actually get into the game, it doesn't, if you're halfway through a level, it doesn't actually save halfway through the level. It quits out and you will have to restart it again because these levels are actually meant to be replayed. So you can play them different ways if you unlock new traps and things like that. Uh, I think it, it might be worth touching on this. This is a tower defense de- game. You're stopping the orcs and whatever whatever other creatures are coming out from the doors to stop getting them to your like uh, base. Uh, so as you go further into the game, you unlock new different traps and things like that. So no, you can't actually pay. You can, it saves what level you're on, but it doesn't actually save the part of the level you're on. And also, of course, the same, the caveat that we raise every time we review a game is that this does have the co-op option as well. So you can play with friends. And because of that, you can't start the same place because they won't be able to start the same place without having started at the same place as you. So, yeah, it's necessarily not going to start you at literally the same point, but you will start from the same point in the game as far as what your progression is and what levels you've managed to tick off and the rewards that you've picked up. So always a difficult one, that one, Dunk, because I always feel like it's not the game's fault. It's the way that, that the world is in this kind of a game. I mean, you can't can't be any different. Nonetheless, you can't pick up from where you exactly left off. So uh, until we change that rule, we've both given that a three. That's three apiece. We're, uh, we're pretty much on par so far. Uh, next up... How easy is it to play? Okay. What I like about games is uh, which give difficulty options. You've got easy and normal and hard or all this. And this game has its uh, easy option, which is really good because that actually makes it a lot easier to play. And Mm -hmm. what you may find is even if you think you're really good at the game, you might actually need to drop it down to easy just to unlock the next level so you can get more different equipment. However, the the traps and all, all requires a lot of thinking and then you have to upgrade them and things like that. There's actually, not, it's not a sit down, I'm going around to ship people and that's it. There's actually a lot of thinking and uh, it's actually uh, planning's involved and you actually have to go and uh, investigate the different traps and things like that. So it's not, it's not, oh, this is really, really difficult, but it's not, you can just jump in and play it. If you give it to your five, six year old, they be able to just jump in and play it there's actually a bit more thought and things need to do and you actually have to plan things out so uh, i'm also giving that a three out from uh 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 five for that as well yeah you're right i mean it is a game that does you know you, you can just jump in and shoot stuff but you probably won't get very far you do need to plan the route um as you said it's a tower defense game so you've got a base that you are protecting and there's an onslaught of enemies, um, and if you just try and shoot them, you're, you're going to be scuppered pretty quick because there's enough of them to make that particularly difficult. So they give you a bunch of tools and, and tricks and weapons and things that you can use, uh, and you can upgrade them, and you can get more drop as you progress, and you can use those to try and take out as much of the uh, onslaught as you possibly can so they're not just sort of one-on-one. It's you taking out a dozen or more each time, um, which requires some thought. 
Now, it's not beyond the wit of man. It is, you know, once you've played it a, few, a bit and um, given it some thought, then, uh, you know, it's not it's not an overly complicated game. But certainly, if you've only got 10 minutes before the partner comes downstairs again, um, you may not get the time to devote to the game that it really deserves. Because when you do, it's incredibly good fun. But uh, that would be me. I'm on the same level as you. So I think we're both there. That's a, a three for us. We're both literally neck and neck so far on this one aren't we uh right uh so that was how easy it is to play the next one number four is it rewarding to play yes it is i, I i'm it is really rewarding because you're looking to level up the characters always the next battle to do there's they've got introduced weekly challenges as well you can there's so much actually to do in the game it's actually you forget about most of it uh what I really liked about it is upgrading your different equipment. You get the different traps actually adds in more to, uh, more variety, and it actually gets you to think to maybe put that in a different way. And when you think things are nice and easy, you're just going to lay down the same traps. For me, it was always the fire traps. Uh, <laughs> they actually throw in a curveball uh, where some of the, the orcs are immune to some of the traps. So you actually have to change things up. So because you have to change things out, it gets you thinking. So that's rewarding because you have to vary up your games, uh, gameplay and stuff. So, mm. yeah, I'm I'm really I think it is really rewarding. There's just so much things to unlock, and there's lots of things to come back to. Yeah, you do get a huge sense of achievement as well. I think from um, you know getting getting rid of those hordes and seeing a, a carefully planned trap come to fruition. Um, you know, it gives it something you don't always get from other games. You might have, um, there might be a little tactic or a cheese, as we used to call it in the old days, um, which always gives you a little chortle when you get it right. But that's what this game's all about. It's all about finding those those little cheeses, those little uses of traps, maybe doing something even that the developers didn't intend. And it does give you a kick. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's actually quite a rewarding game from that point of view. And that would also be why the pair of us have given it again. A four, so we're again on par on that one. And then finally, is it value for money? I actually believe it is. It hasn't came out as a full price game. It's came out as a, which kind of is like a B title. It's came out mm. at $30, $30. So that's about £25. So you're not paying full whack for it. There is a lot of content in the game. They're constantly updating it. Uh, for me, it's nearly a semi uh, early access sort of title because they're actually adding a lot of stuff to, into the game and they're expanding it as uh, as we go. But it's not an early access. There's a full, full game there for but for £25, I I have absolutely no problems at all recommending it at that price uh, because it is a Stadia exclusive uh, or semi-exclusive game and it, is, it does actually showcase Stadia, especially when you get into the big, I'm not sure if you actually got into these, uh, Rock, the big uh, boss battles no, or the, the big mass big massive maps brilliant fun i find them actually really really easy i know a lot of people uh, excuse me for a second I, I know a lot of people find them difficult but i actually find them the easiest part of the whole game was the big mm. massive boss battles because you just made everything so random but i know some people were struggling but i i absolutely loved them and i wish there was more of them in the game and it was a a free pro game yeah, so for you, that's an easy, that's an easy score for you. <laughs> it is indeed, and you still can claim it as a pro game. It hasn't been uh, dropped off the board. 
it hasn't as yet. No, no exactly. Uh, so yeah, it was an easy one for me. I mean, how can how can anybody say free is in good value? <laughs> I'm gonna make it. Well, here we go. Here's one of my amazing predictions here, which mm. you know normally turn out wrong. Mm. I don't see it leaving pro. Yeah, I, you know, I think you're right. I think any game that has the Stadia moniker, you know, that has their thumbprint on, whether it's because it's an exclusive or they've they've been involved in its investment, I think will always be a pro game. I think they will be part of the permanent library of Stadia games. Duncan, thank you. So you have given it a four, which is probably one of the highest that you've given a game for value. And I agree with you, I think, as a... Uh, a free subscriber it's an incredible value this game uh, i've of course given it a five because it was free i mean what the heck um but that does mean we deviated ever so ever so slightly right at the end there and our overall score for this week was i gave it 18 and you gave it 17. now sadly that no our normal kind of you must have this one is around 20 and that sort of makes it feel like it isn't one that you want to pick up but i think we both agree it's a definite one for your library yeah, I think some of our the way we look into things, uh, we look at from a slightly different lens. If we're both uh, take out the scores, we're able to say, yep, it's a game you must play on Stadia. Mm -hmm. Absolutely no question. Uh, it's because uh, we're, we're looking at it from it's a pick up and go game. But there's actually the, the first couple of uh, questions we get asked are uh, how quickly can you pick up and how easy it is to play? Mm. We give them middle of the road scores there. Mm. If we give them an extra one in each of them, it would be a, a surefire mm. hit there. I I wouldn't be. Uh, this is why scoring sometimes is a bit misleading because mm. you, yeah, you, you do miss out on some of these. There's some brilliant games out there which have actually scored less, than, but they're actually a lot more fun. Mm. And you've got some games which score really high, but they're actually not that much fun. So totally absolutely right I, I my my final piece would be if as you know if if you take the letter of the law as far as rock reviews are concerned it's not going to be a game that you will be able to just dip in and dip out of without some investment but if you have some time this is a fantastic fun game and you will enjoy it and you will go back to it and more importantly you can play it with friends so you know when your partner comes down and, and they, they they put the kids to bed and they want some time together why not pull up with an extra controller make this your evening's entertainment because honestly you'll have some great great laughs doing it right Duncan thank you very much I think that was a great sorry just want to add one, one, one wee tiny thing mm. if you spend a the quarters of an hour to an hour with uh, Orcs Must Die yep. It would be up in the 20, 21, 22 sort of range. It's, you just need a wee bit of time to yes. get used to the game. Exactly right. Exactly right. So thank you very much indeed. There was our rock review, ladies and gentlemen. And finally, let's go across to this one. Okay, Ask Cloudy. You know, we had a, a Twitter. We had a little Twitter tet this week, didn't we? And uh, we are, we were asked the question, should I buy Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is on a special, special price deal at the moment, with Assassin's Creed Valhalla coming to Stadia soon? And I said, let's move that to Ask Cloudy, because that's a great question. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I would say absolutely yes, especially because it's on sale at the moment. Uh, what well, if you if you're going to get Assassin's Creed Odyssey, get the full version of the game. I hate saying that sort of thing. It's like the ultimate edition, so you get yeah. absolutely all the content, and that will keep you going for the next six months. After that six months is up, you're going to see uh, most of the content for Assassin's Creed Valhalla has dropped their expansions, and that's probably going to be lower in price as well. So if you're Unless you really want to pick up Valhalla day and date, you can wait uh, and just buy that game uh, now uh, while it's on sale. We You also will have the choice of Uplay Plus, and that's meant to be coming soon. It's meant to be coming this year, and we're running that for months here. So that that's coming up, so you might not even have to buy it. You can just uh, just uh, wait till then. But it, I... The Assassin's Creeds are basically more or less all as games which are just uh, standalone. If you haven't played Assassin's Creed uh, Origins, you can still play Assassin's Creed Odyssey. If you haven't played Assassin's Creed Odyssey, you'll be able to play Assassin's Creed Valhalla. There might be some of the story things you might get a bit confused about when they jump between the present and the past. Uh, it's like there's a bit of time travel, not time travel, it's just, it's just Assassin's Creed <laughs> games. But uh, just from a standalone game point of view, you know, if I was going to recommend, should I get uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey or wait for Assassin's Creed Valhalla? I would get Odyssey now and just play it and wait until Odyssey is a bit cheaper. And that was pretty much what I'd said as well. I think we know Uplay Plus is coming. It's not speculation. I mean, Ubisoft said it pretty much at the same time as the platform launched. I think it may even have been on their website. I think, in fact, I did some research on this. It was June of last year that Ubisoft first announced that uh, Uplay Plus would be coming to Stadia. So you know, it was several months before it launched. So we know it's coming. They keep saying it's going to be this year. Let's hope it is. But when it does, all of the Assassin's Creed, certainly the most recent ones, will be available. Having said all that, though, the we don't know the terms yet. Uh, we don't know whether it's going to be discounted. We don't know whether it's going to be their standard Uplay Plus price. We don't even know, as I've speculated, that it would be bundled into the Pro deal. So at what is um, a ridiculous price for this game, it is an amazing game. You are absolutely right, Duncan. I, I've This was one of my first purchases on Stadia because I'd actually played a fair amount of it on PlayStation and loved it. Hadn't completed it. And thought I would pick it up on Stadia and, and make it a staple. And I am still playing it to this day. In actuality, because you can do this now, um, I can have a look at my stats on Stadia. Oops, not there. I can't. There it is. And I can tell you that I have been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey for the grand sum of 85 and a half hours. And my progression is 34.5% of that game. So you can do the maths. I can't be bothered. It's Sunday morning. That means I've got quite a few more hours to go before I get anywhere near completion. It is massive. Um, and, and I think as well, the thing that I love about this game is, is that it is historically accurate. They've put a lot of it. They always do, Ubisoft. They, they put so much detail into the history of the world that you're playing within. That I know, for example, Origins, which was my favorite, I think my favorite Assassin's Creed game of all time, of all time. Um, within Origins, you can, they, they literally are using 
exploration of the pyramids in real live history classes in schools around the world it's that good so it's an amazing game you know what they've the season pass with a whole bunch more uh, content is on sale for 12 pounds 15 dollars it's a steal so yeah I, I there's a half of me that says wait and get you play plus there's another half of me that says but we don't know yet what that's going to be and a month of you play plus would equal you know picking this game up and it's yours forever so even if you play plus was only a a, a free for a month for example you'd have this when that finishes if you decided not to pick it up so i for me i think it's a, a no-brainer and do you know what happened do you know that uh they didn't even wait for our advice duncan this individual do you know what they did did they buy it they bought it that was good <laughs> I, just to say what i am i'm at 80 percent of uh total uh play time and i'm at uh, like 42 percent of main progression but i've already completed this in other platforms okay. as well so, so how uh, many hours have you put in to get to 40 percent as 80 oh same same it's similar yeah you would just i mean i to be honest i kind of wander around the the, the environment a bit and just love it i just you know i go for little sunday strolls around the environment without doing anything i can waste hours in this thing just swimming around islands and diving down and you know there's you're swimming along and there's a great big humpback whale comes up beside you does all the old whale noise stuff it's just it's amazing yeah, it is. It's uh, so yeah, I've already uh, I completed it on the Xbox and I completed it on the PlayStation as well, wow. and I still picked it up on Stadia as well. So you can just imagine how many hours I've played this game for. I cannot. Have you? Recommend. Um, did Did you stick with the same character each time? Because you can nope. choose between two characters, can't you? Uh, the the I forget the names. The chap and the and the lass. Uh, Alexios and Cassandra. Cassandra. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I preferred Alexius. Did you? Because yes, because he was completely hammy as anything, and it was just really, really funny. It's <laughs> I just find it more fun playing him with him because he was just totally overly over oh, the top. I didn't realise. No, I've I've um, yeah, I've I've played. I've only played Cassandra, um, and uh, we were saying this earlier how you, the PlayStation's thinks you're a girl for some reason i mean you know look look at that facial hair folks but i um i actually choose i tend to choose female characters in all my games um, most of them if you come across me in destiny or division or any of those you'll find me as a female i just uh, i don't know one for the ladies power to the ladies great stuff so anyway i'm really glad he picked it up and uh, and i know that he is saying all over twitter how much he's loving this game uh, and it is a fantastic game as stadia hunters says as well so uh, who can complain about that brilliant duncan thank you very much indeed for that answer uh let's now flick over over here so ladies folks folks thank you for joining us thank you for joining us as i said at the outset of the show and thank you for joining us as i say at the end of the show um it's been a little bit longer today we've had so much to cover we've got some uh, even managed to sneak in some very solid observations which i'm i'm sure you've all enjoyed duncan uh where can people find you should they seek you you can check me out at Cloudy with Games and Want to Escape on Twitter. Both of them are the Twitter accounts there, and the Cloudy with a Chance of Games website. And uh, I, I keep meaning to put this on, but you obviously are also on YouTube, and uh, you'll do. What's the next outing that you have on there? 
Uh, I'm, I actually do not know at this moment in time. So <laughs> I, I might be putting up something today. Uh, I'm thinking of putting up a, a news uh, update uh, today and I'm thinking about something else, but I'm, I'm, I'm debating how it will go down. So I'm just uh, saying nothing like that. P- people that you know, you know that uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Games uh, has, a, has an amazing team that work with Duncan. Um, and uh, they all have a very democratic setup, and they've all actually got access to your YouTube as well as actually even to your Stadia account, so they can play all your games, and they can, if they want to, they can launch their own uh, show at any point as well, can't they? So I know one of the reasons you're never quite sure is because uh, they surprise us with their own still pop up and go, I'm going to do a quick play playthrough of this game. So, okay, crack on. That's great. Exactly. Uh, yeah, we've got our cloudy uh, with a chance of games uh, on Stadia. If you want to f- frame request that, work away. You, you never know who you're going to end up on that one because we've got uh, it's, it's open for the whole team. Yeah, so that's true. That's very good. Thank you very much indeed, as always, my friend. It's an absolute pleasure having you on the show each week. Uh, for me, obviously, you're on my channel. If you're watching us now, thank you for that. And. Uh, uh, as you may or may not know, um, there is uh, this show on Sunday mornings. There's Rock Around the Clock on Wednesdays, where Duncan joins us with Raf, um, and we're looking, we're talking at the moment about ways to develop that show, which I think are going to be really exciting. So, so watch out for that in the coming weeks. Friday nights we have uh, Rock Stars at night. I sadly wasn't able to join the chaps this week, but I did watch, and they had some uh, some great PUBG moments as always. And then, of course, uh, off channel, I do uh, the next generation. Generation? The next generation. I've got generation, next generations in my head. It's Generation X! Generation X, the Retro Gaming Club show with Clive in London, Lord Kensal. Uh, Clive is an amazing guy, um, one of my friends, one of my dear friends. And we talk about stuff that we shared in our youth because we're both the same age. And we bring it up to date with all gaming news and stuff as well, which is cool. So, uh, and of course, impromptu stuff from time to time, which I've just done a couple of recently. So look out for those. You can also find me at Stadia Rocks on Twitter. And as I'm always, always saying, you know, publicly or privately, you can always message me and you'll always get an immediate response as soon as I see your messages. And I'm always encouraged by the amazing support and kind words. Facebook as, as well, Discord as well. I even have my own website that has a... Uh, patron setup which you can find all the details down below in the comments enough enough self-promotion rock i hear you say i totally agree thank you very much for joining us i hope you have a fantastic week i hope the sun shines for you as it is for me today and uh, just finally thank you all very much for your very kind words this week as well they've meant a huge amount to me uh, and my family so love you all mean that and uh, look forward to uh, catching up in the week and Duncan seeing you again my friend in this very spot at this very time next Sunday thank you very much (laughs) say goodbye Duncan goodbye Duncan take care rock out everybody